Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're discussing how the two of you can get your marriage on the calendar during this busy season. There's a quote from Stephen Covey, and he says, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. Mm. And as we're talking in today's episode about getting your marriage on the calendar, I might argue from the top of the episode that your marriage is one of those priorities that needs to be scheduled. Just floating it out there as we're starting the episode. But you all know that we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug is really an opportunity to to celebrate what's going on in your marriage, to celebrate transformation, to celebrate breakthrough. This hug comes from a comment that was posted in the One Family private Facebook group that said, we've been married for eight years. Mm-hmm. We went looking for something or someone to listen to after some heartache in our marriage. I have fallen in love with the podcast and the Six Pillars book, and it has helped spark healing and love and excitement for one another and the excitement for one another that we were in need of. Mm. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and advice. The DiLorenzos have been a blessing to us. I love it. And, you know, each and every week we get to come behind these microphones and we are wearing our new headsets still, our broadcast headsets. So if there is any <laughs> discrepancy in the sound or audio or the volume or anything, hey, don't hesitate to reach out to us and let us know. We're, we're still tweaking with the audio over here. Um, but when we do get behind these microphones, our mission here at One Extraordinary Marriage is impact one marriage. Mm-hmm. That's, what we, that's what we wake up to do every, one, every single day. We do, our team does, and we hope you do too. And for this couple to be where they are, got in a place where they're eight years found the podcast, started reading the Six Pillars of Intimacy book, and the things are shifting. It's it's such a blessing. So mm-hmm. thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. And, and if you're brand new um, to listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, we also want to welcome you. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that every week there are new listeners, and we're grateful for you becoming part of the One Family. That's right. what we call our community. Um, and we're also grateful if there was a friend or somebody that shared the podcast with you. Yeah. We know a lot of you are sharers and connectors, and we're grateful for you because we hear from so many that says, oh, my friend referred this podcast to me, or my friend told me about you. And so or my just, mom or my dad. Oh, yeah, we've got the parents doing it, too, and the kids sharing it with their parents and all the things. So we just want to thank you for all of that. You know, when this episode first airs, it will be November of 2023. And while that's generally a busy time, you know, heading into the holiday season is a busy time, the reality is, is that there are busy seasons throughout the year. Oh, yeah. Every year. So I don't want you to just be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not listening to this at the right time if you listen to it later. You are. You are. Buckle up. We're about to go for a ride because 
you know, having lots to do on the calendar, having those obligations from family and friends, the shopping that needs to be done, the travel that's going to be happening, all of those good, good things. Mm -hmm. Well, even for us right now, I mean, we've just been in a season, you know, football on Friday nights and everything that, that takes up and entails and how mm -hmm. our schedules, you know, we're, we're, we're shifting things and all to, to be at these games. We've traveled away a couple of times, you mm -hmm. know, to, to watch these games out of, out of our county here in San Diego. I mean, there's a lot that happens. Well, and even our own travel for, mm -hmm. for One Extraordinary Marriage and doing that kind of stuff. And as we look at the holiday season, we actually have um, two trips between the beginning of November and Christmas, mm -hmm. New Year's. We've got two trips there. We've got, you know, a child flying back from overseas. You know, we've got college applications. Like, there's so much stuff going on in the De Lorenzo household. And I know. And we have two birthdays. <laughs> Two big birthdays. I, I was hoping you were going to let me slide right by that one. Our babies, our kiddos turn 18 and 21 within two weeks of each other between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's a big one this it's year. It's a big one. It's a big one. Like all of their friends are turning 18 and 21 and I'm like, stop growing up. Stop growing up. But there's all these things that are going on. And truth be told, they're all really good things. Yeah. They're all good things. But this is a capital B Highlight, underline, neon lights, but all those good things can leave the two of you feeling really disconnected, feeling like you're going in different directions. You end up taking care of different things and spending a lot of time with people, but not necessarily a lot of time one-on-one -on -one with your spouse. And I'd even say something else though too. Elisa said, you may feel like you're going in different directions. You may be even going in the same direction and not feeling connected to your spouse. Fair. Meaning you're going to the sporting events, meaning you're traveling to go see mom and dad, meaning you're going out, but you're doing it with friends or it's a work event or whatever it is, but you're doing it together. You're in the same spot. And yet the closeness and connection, the intimacy isn't there. And I want to tell you that Elisa and I have been there ourselves and still get in that place ourselves. So many people will be like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. You guys get to work together. You do all the things together. Yeah. And you know what? When you do, we have to fight this even more because it feels so natural. It, we, you can get complacent. We can get complacent because we're just like, oh, right. We're going to have we're lunch together. together. We're, 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 we're connecting. We're close. And yet, are we? Are we really strengthening our pillars of intimacy or are we just in close proximity that makes us feel like we're doing that mm -hmm. so it you know as much as we're sh sharing do you know get your marriage on the calendar we got to look at ourselves sometimes in the mirror and go are we getting ourselves on the calendar well i was having a conversation with a coaching coaching client the other day and and we were just talking about you know where's the time just for the two of you and, and she's you know she's sitting at her desk because all my stuff is done on zoom and she's like hold on let me look and so she pulls up her calendar and she says, she says to me, she goes, Elisa, we, we have something on the calendar every night for the next four weeks. Like, like they're not, I mean, they've got activities going on. They, you okay. know, they participate in sports leagues and, and do all this kind of stuff. And they've wow. got stuff with the kids, but like, like there's something going on. There's no, there's no downtime. There's no just him and her a couple time. I, I can't even imagine. For four weeks. And I, I said, well, block imagine. off that fifth week because I'm taking control of that one. Uh, no, I didn't say that. that. That's the thought that went through my head. But you know, if you go all the way back to your wedding vows, 
maybe not your wedding vows, but wedding vows that are pretty common. There's generally a line in there that says to have and to hold. Mm -hmm. You actually have to spend time together to have and to hold one another. Like it's not just going to happen because, because you wish it to, you got to have space. You got to have margin. You got to have an opportunity in your marriage to connect as husband and wife. And Tony's absolutely right. Like we have had many, many seasons in our life, not just the Christmas seasons, but yes, when you um, don't plan the births of your children and you get pregnant on two separate occasions in the month of March, your kids show up between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So the birthday thing, the birthday thing is real for us. That's an added um, event, which means that, you know, growing up, we had all of our kids activities. We had, you know, PTA, we had sports, we have, we have all these things. Yeah. And there have been lots of times where I have been kind of a crazy woman between like November and January. (laughs) Yeah. Just in terms of it, many of you don't know our story. Many of you do. Um, we also lost a child in between Thanksgiving and, or November and December. Um, our son Andrew um, was delivered the day after Alex's second birthday on December fourteenth. So you throw that into the mix. Plus, you've got family travel and you've got all of these things. You guys, like, there's a lot. You know, and then then you throw in all the uh, the holiday parties. Because those are all coming, in case you mm-hmm. haven't scheduled those. And, you know, if you're part of a church family, there's all the church um, events, Christmas, like all of that. You've got your recital. You've got all of these things. Where are the two of you? Where are the two of you on your calendar? I'll tell you what happens if you don't put the two of you on your calendar. You fast forward to January of 2024, or actually not even that far, the week between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and you're looking at each other going. Between, no, the, between Christmas and New Year. What did I say? The week between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, thank God he's here to correct me. But you get to that place and you're like wondering about your marriage, right? When you get to that place. And so we've got to bring it back and we've got to say, hey, we're going to be intentional people. Mm -hmm. Because when you don't connect because of things like holiday craziness and the extra obligations and your extended family and, you know, dealing with finances about how much money we're going to spend or just in-law drama you know, being tired and the kids, you can get into a place, you guys. And, and this is, these are responses that you shared with us about what that disconnect does for your marriage and the toll it takes. You can get to a place where there is a serious lack of intimacy. Now, generally when I see lack of intimacy in a response, I'm thinking it's probably a lack of sexual intimacy because mm-hmm. most people still equate, even though we've written the six pillars of intimacy book, most people still equate intimacy and sex. And so when I see that response, it's probably a lack of sex. Mm-hmm. Being quick to anger. That's a big one. And I remember, you know, when our kiddos were younger, and that's a whole, like, for you younger parents, enjoy those times. It it is crazy. It is hectic. I remember, you know, many of those, like, our calendars were so full with so many things and, and Christmas shopping and all of that sort of stuff. You can get quick to anger because there's lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. You're you're frustrated because maybe you know, the budget you had planned for those Christmas presents or the gifts or whatever it may be, isn't working out. And we've been there. Trust me, two birthdays between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Like (laughs) you want to talk about being stretched at the end of the year. We have been. And the disconnect happens because the frustration starts building up. And yet when you can get intentional, 
when you can look at your own marriage, get some space in there where the two of you can connect in your emotional intimacy. It may mean that you two just need to like set aside some time. We're going to get into that more. But it can because you can start feeling like roommates, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there is a season there for you and I. Like so much going on. It's just, it was just more roommates. I, I mean, I felt like I talked to Elisa like I did my college roommates. You getting groceries? Who's getting groceries? Hey, this needs to happen. This bill needs to get paid. Garbage needs to go out. Laundry room needs to be cleaned. The place needs to be clean. And that was it. Mm-hmm. There was no depth to the relationship. Well, and that leads to, you know, having less patience with one another, Mm -hmm. of feeling lonely. Yeah. You know, you're in the same room, but it feels really lonely because you're so disconnected and you're like, oh, I've got to go here. This has got to get done. All of those types of things. Feeling tense. Um, Some people even refer to this as kind of that walking on eggshells. Like, how are we getting through this? We're just walking on eggshells. Yeah. Uh, When there's a tug of war over the priorities. Can I say something about the, the last one, though? You just said the, the walking on eggshells. Yeah. I think the, the, the times that I felt that for myself was typically around, it, it was typically around when words were said in the heat of the moment that left a feeling of like, wow, I don't know if Elisa really even loves me right now. You know what I mean? And you're just... For for myself, I, I'm just I'm just sharing myself. For for others, you may be at different places, but I know for myself, when I've felt like, man, I'm walking on eggshells over here. It's usually when Elise and I have gone to arguments, and the the temperature has risen drastically, and words have been thrown, and it's like, oh boy, I'm just gonna walk out of here. And the the you can feel the like for me, it's it's almost you can feel the coldness, like there's just this chill. That's mm-hmm. between us. You've felt that recently? No. Okay, just checking. Just checking. <laughs> no, um, not recently. I'm just saying. I've, but yeah, I, there are definitely we, seasons in our marriage like, where that was the case. When that was the case. I haven't felt it in a, in a long time. But it, when you said it, it just brought up that, oh, wow, I remember I remember that time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, that's been a long time. Wow. I haven't heard you say something like that in a really long time. Just kind of flashing back to where we where we were and where we've come from. Yeah, you know, every once in a while I think just our conversations just lend themselves to 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 those memories and those moments in, in life. You know what I mean? And I think as we've gotten older and, you know, we, we celebrate we just celebrated twenty seven years, you know, a lot of that stuff I think for the most part, you try to forget about it. Mm-hmm. But there are just times when we're just talking that Gosh, you're like, wow. What would life have been had we not been intentional? What would life be now had we not taken action? Like, where would we be? Mm. And I think in that moment, as I, you know, just sharing with you, I think, I, I think at this point in time in our lives, just like we shared in episode one so many years ago, um, you know, when we did the 60-day sex challenge, there's three things we were really looking at. Like, you know, stick around till the kids turn 18, get a divorce now, or do something extraordinary and make a change in our marriage. And I think about that with the younger one, you about know. About to turn 18. About to turn 18. And something like that just hits me and goes, wow, we could be at that point. Mm-hmm. Or we could just live it out and just, but I'm glad we took a step of faith and, 
did something radical and haven't stopped. We've had our ups and downs over all these years for sure. You know, how to get coaches, how to, you know, seek out advice and help and books and podcasts and other things. So that way we could be the healthiest version of ourselves. So Mm -hmm. we could get our marriage on the calendar time and time again to strengthen up to strengthen one another and have the extraordinary marriage we desire. Yeah. And you know, that's part of our story. It is one of those things, you guys, that we will never, we'll never get behind these microphones and pretend that it's been perfect for all these years. We'll never pretend that we're perfect now. Um, It's why even when we're in the middle of a conversation on an episode like this and I hear, or one of us hears a comment from the other and we're like, Hey, let's, let's unpack this. Because, you know, even doing an episode like this, I realized that there were so many ways over the last few years that we learned how to be intentional, how to get our marriage Mm -hmm. on the calendar, how to say, you know what? Yeah, all those things are important, but, but we've got to make this the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And we want the same for you. And so we want to actually get into a place where we're equipping you to be able to put your marriage on the calendar, no matter what the busy season is. And we're going to talk about how to do that after this break. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're back. And we're talking about getting your marriage on the calendar. And actually, I should rephrase that and say your marriage on your calendar. Yes. Uh, not just the calendar, not just a calendar. It's probably on your mom's calendar. She probably remembers every year to you know, wish you a happy anniversary, that kind of thing. But, but getting your marriage on your calendar. Yeah. And you know, the first thing that I want to say is it is okay, in order to make this happen, it is okay to say no to all of the wonderful things that come your way. You can actually pick and choose. You're you're adults. Everybody, well, I will say probably 98% of the listeners to this podcast are legal adults. We do have a few. Every once in a while we hear from a teenager that pops in. Um, But you're adults. You can choose what opportunities, what events, what obligations you are going to say yes to. And how the conversation is going to go between you and your spouse on how many things are we going to have on our calendar? And what do we need to say? Like Tony and I have done this. Tony and I have said yes to things. And then, you know, like a different opportunity comes and we have to look at our calendar. We're like, we can't do both. Mm -hmm. We can't do both. And we already said yes to this. So you know what? It stinks because we'd love to be able to do both. But we're going to have to say say no to the second thing. Mm -hmm. And and I was just going to say even there there are times when – I want to do something and, you know, Elisa doesn't, you know, she's tired. She, Elisa, for the most part, is an introvert. Like she would be happy to just sit down and read a good book, curl up, especially this time of year, curl up under her blanket and just read. Like I, I am the classic definition of an extroverted introvert. I, I can totally bring it all together. I deliver big, all of those kind of things, but I do need to recharge. Yep. Yep. It's like our friend, Dan Miller. Dan yeah. Miller is very much the same way. He can be up on stage. He can do his thing, his, his podcast. But the way he refreshes and rejuvenates, similar to Elisa, is like they got to get away. They got to read where I'm just like, let's go. Let's just keep going. And that can cause some tension. And yet within the marriage, it's sort of like I understand that. 
And so together we will look at our calendars and go, okay, what makes sense for us? And sometimes, yeah, saying no to someone for me is tough and yet it's okay. They're going to survive. I can text them. I can call them. I can wish them a happy birthday, even if we can't make it there. So, you know, we've had to address those over the years. And it's also looking at, you know, especially in the busy seasons, are there things like if you're going and hanging out with your friends, say, you know, me saying, no, I don't want to go like have be a part of the whole big party, but you go Mm -hmm. and you have fun with your friends. You have my blessing. You go. Only give your blessing if you really mean your blessing. Don't be passive aggressive and say yes, but really get mad about it. Right? So so yep. say no to some of those things. Second thing, share a calendar. Share a calendar. Share a calendar. Really look at the same calendar. Because it can be it can be really hard if you're not sharing a calendar and somebody's like, Hey, so Thursday night we're doing this thing and you're like, No, I can't do it Thursday. I got something else going on. I've got work. I've got, there, there's a sporting event. There's, there's something. And you're like, but I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. We had years and years of not sharing a calendar. Yeah. And Elisa finally, and then that was on my side. I was like, no, I'm good. I don't need an electronic calendar. This is back in my, my days when I had my other business, my service-based business and everything I used was on a paper calendar. And so I was resistant to wanting to get on a digital calendar because all of my appointments that I had for my clients were on that paper calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, And I finally began to go, oh, wow, I need to make this shift because now I am putting clients in when there are sporting events and other things happening, which then is causing tension between Elisa and I. And I'm having to call some clients and being like, I got to reschedule you now. Um, And this is as the kids were getting older. And so, yeah, eventually I said, you know what? This is going to be better for me. It's going to be better for us. We can look at it. We can we can decide what's going on. You know, Elisa could add something to it, looking at it, knowing that I don't have a client. She could put an invite right there. I can accept it. It's blocked off. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that same calendar is key. Like being able to see one another and what's happening is going to allow you guys to get your marriage on your calendar. And anything that helps to reduce tension or conflict, that's a good tool. Uh, Another way to put your marriage on the calendar in the really busy months, um, consider scheduling sex, Mm -hmm. right? Developing your version of the intimacy lifestyle for the season that you're in. Correct. Right. Having those conversations. What's the frequency of our sex life going to look like? How are we going to, how are we going to accommodate for travel or, you know, especially around the holidays, we're going to be in different people's houses or different people are going to be in our house. And what's that going to look like? And how are we doing all this? And, and, you know, what's the importance that we place on the sexual intimacy pillar during this time? You know, there are a lot of different factors to consider, but, but even having a conversation about how we're going to make our sexual intimacy a priority starts to demonstrate that the marriage is a priority in this, right? That it's not just left to chance. And Tony's grinning at me because this is something, you know, he even said it a few minutes ago where he's like, sometimes we do these episodes because it's what we need to hear. This is one that we needed to hear. Exactly. There are times when I wish you guys could see his face. (laughs) I I know you've all lobbied for, a lot of you have lobbied for video. Eventually. Eventually, but yeah. We'll get there. Um, so we, we were traveling to Chicago this past weekend to see some friends. Um, and 
leaving, we had discussed having sex multiple times. Okay, you're you're going to bring this up. It's going to go both ways. Go for I, it. I understand go for it's it. going to go, go both ways. No, I understand. We we said we were going to have multi, we're going to have sex multiple times throughout our duration of our time in Chicago. Yep. And so some delays, some issues with luggage getting to us. The the first day is pretty much shot by the time we get to our our hotel. Mm-hmm. And so cool. But then it 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 was like we were tired, <laughs> the time change Probably just the, the seasonal change with weather. I personally, I'm going to call myself out on this. I was really expecting Elisa to initiate almost every time. And I will say that truthfully. Like, And was that actually communicated before our return flight? No. Okay, just so it, we're clear. It, it wasn't. And, and this is where I have to just look at myself and go, I, I messed up this weekend. Because I was very much clear of like, hey, we have... I think we were saying like eight times in four days, like twice a day is what we had, had we discussed. And it was sort of a little bit of a laugh sort of deal knowing it was probably going to be more like four times, like once a day, cool. And so I'm going like, hey, we're, we're 0 for 2. We're 0 for 4 right now. Uh, no, we never got to be 0 for 4. What did we get? 0 to 3? 0 for 3? No, no it, we, were, we were 0 and 2 and then we were 1 and 2. Oh, were we were 1 and 2? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we went 1 and 2 and then... The, the rest of the weekend just happened, and so we went one and eight. Yes, although I still don't figure, understand how with the two travel days, I really think it would have been... Probably six. Six. Yeah. So, so in one and a six. Any case, numbers, th- th- it's okay. At Wasn't the, okay when you, were, when you were all frustrated. Even we screw things up at times, <laughs> and we have to laugh about it. And, but believe me, I, I was sulking. I was a little like, hey, Elisa, why aren't you initiating every single time here? Like, you can, like, you can do this, girlfriend. Like, I, I, and, and what was my response when we went one for two? What was my response? I don't remember. Well, if you weren't initiating at all and we had one out of six, who did initiate on this trip? You did. Okay. Yep. Just so we're clear. Yep. And, and so, hey, I had to own up to my own stuff. I didn't, I didn't initiate at all the entire weekend. So even we... On our next trip, we'll be discussing this again. We're all a work in progress. We are. We're all a work in progress. And when you're working on getting your marriage on the calendar, you know, it's looking at, you know, how you're able to say no to things, how you're able to get on, you know, just use the same calendar. What, how can you prioritize your sexual intimacy? How are you prioritizing your recreational intimacy and getting into this place of, you know, having, having really a date formula? And I love this because, you know, just doing some prep even for this episode. Um, there are a couple date formulas that I want to share with you all. Mm-hmm. So the one is the 222 rule, and it's a date every two weeks, a weekend away every two months, and a week away every two years. No. Yeah. So that's just keeping you in that rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, we're dating regularly. Um, there's also the 777 rule. And that's a date every seven days, an overnight getaway every seven weeks, and a week-long vacation every seven months. That's a lot of math for me with the sevens. But yeah, and, and if you can't do the month, like a week-long vacation, like get, do a long vacation or a long weekend getaway or something. Right. Like make it your own. Like I'm looking at this and I'm going. The 221. The, the two, 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 one is easier for me to wrap my head yeah, around. Yeah, I think that. And again, 
date night, date day, date lunch, whatever date you want to do, go make it happen. Doesn't matter if it's out and extravagant or you're sitting at home playing cards after the kiddos go to bed. It's mm-hmm. your recreational intimacy. Strengthen it. You know what I mean? Um, a weekend away every two months. Yeah. I mean, and, and that could be, you know, it could be a staycation. It could be, you know, you're, you're dropping the kiddos off at, you know, grandma and grandpa's. For those of us who are pretty much empty nesters, it may be that we are just getting out of our own homes for a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and just going, Hey, let's go try something new. And Elisa and I get like this too, even in our own city. And then we, we have lots to do in San Diego and yet we love sleeping in our own bed. And so when we think about going to pay, you know, 500 bucks, 400 bucks for a night in Laguna Beach, we're like, well, why don't we just go up to Laguna Beach for the day, have an amazing time up there and then just drive home and sleep in our own bed. But our, our children are older. They may not even be here. So for us, that's no big deal. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Make it your own. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Create your own date formula, but yeah. but be consistent about it. Yep. Right? It's it's the consistency that makes the difference. When it comes to, you know, just a couple more things here. What I want to say is get a coffee break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're in the really busy seasons, put your marriage on the calendar by scheduling those coffee breaks, right? That's just a time to sit down, take stock of how we're doing, what we need to work on. And the regularity of that, again, consistency, uh, we know so many couples here in the one family who do a coffee break, you know, faithfully every week, which means that at max, you've got seven days where something's going to like sit and fester because you're talking about it mm-hmm. the following week. And so it's a great way to, to stay on track and to you know, get out of those places of feeling like roommates after two months of the holiday season of just being in that place. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but the the brand new Six Pillars of Intimacy monthly planner actually has the coffee break in there along with all the months. It's an updated coffee break. Yeah, I did. I did do a revision on it. Um, But the ability to do that, and then you've got it right in with the monthly planner that you guys can sit there and just kind of visually map it out and be able to look at your six pillars of intimacy and put those on the calendar. Because the final thing, you know, on top of that is what are the other pillars of intimacy that you need to get on the calendar together that the two of you need to discuss and say, hey, this matters. Do we need to have a monthly, you know, finance meeting? Mm-hmm. to talk about what's going on. Do we want to make sure that we, and, and I've heard this from a number of couples lately, like, you know, there are a lot of couples that want to do a devotional together mm-hmm. or a Bible study. Okay, well, what day are we going to do it? Like, let's get that on the calendar. You know, but getting into this place of saying, hey, we, husband and wife, are so important that we're going to fill ourselves in on the calendar first and make sure that there is time for us to just be husband and wife before everybody and everything else starts to crowd us out so that we end up the year or this busy season, whenever you're listening to this episode, stronger yep. because we were intentional as opposed to weaker because we feel so disconnected. Yeah. And if you want to get that monthly planner, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash planner. I'll also put a link here in the episode notes, but it's everything you need for 12 months. It's undated, so you can start it today and use it for the next 12 months. You got your coffee break in there, and you can you can look over every single one of those pillars. So this week, it's time for you two to get your marriage on the calendar in some way, shape, or form. In one of these ways, whatever it may be for you guys, go do it. You know, this is the week to go, all right, 
let's t- let's get ourselves on our calendar because when we make ourselves a priority our marriage is strengthened our family is strengthened we show to the community the importance of it so this is your week go make it happen and we'll be there right with you as we strengthen our marriage and put ours on the calendar you guys have yourselves a fantastic week we'll catch you next week love you guys